Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Hello Next Level. Happy Sunday. We are here today, finally doing our long-awaited money mindset episode. Booyah. I'm so excited. And yeah, we finally have the special guest on that we've been teasing about for mm-hmm. probably, I don't know, <laughs> month, months at this point. Nicole Victoria, also known as No Budget Babe. So we just got done recording an episode with her, which was probably one of my favorite episodes of all time, if not, which I feel like we say every time we have a guest episode. <laughs> but I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. And I have so many thoughts about money now that we just spoke with her and mm-hmm. I feel excited to become wealthy. <laughs> I know I get excited about it. I was going to say too, that I feel like we say this was our favorite interview ever because we literally get to connect with the coolest people ever. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, sometimes it's more calculated. Sometimes it's just like literally off the cuff. Someone we met out of nowhere, like it's my favorite thing, finding people for the podcast and then turning it into like a friendship and a relationship. So I just wanted to point that out too, but I am also really excited. I just got re-energized about money basically. And I feel like our episode just gave me like a boost of confidence, you know? Yeah. I think money mindset is something that within the last year I've been working on, but talking to her like refreshed that idea in my head and like you said like re-energized me and mm-hmm. it's almost like she gives me hope that I can actually get to where I want to go yeah because money can be a stressful topic for a lot of people so if you guys resonate with that or you struggle with money or maybe you haven't even thought about struggling with money you just have the inclination to want more money i highly recommend listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. It was super inspiring and we both learned a lot. Like I feel like the whole episode, Taylor and I were just kind of listening in awe and yeah. asking a few questions here and there. Um, but there's a lot of golden nuggets to be had in this episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's definitely got me thinking about how crappy my own thoughts of money are still, even though I've I've done some work on my money mindset, but there's still a lot more work to be done. And she does touch on practical tips like investing and managing your debt and things like that. But Mm -hmm. the focus of this episode more so as Nicole touches on in it is building the foundation before you just start diving into investing. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really interesting because I think we all want a quick fix. Like we want more money right now because we think that's the solution to all of our problems like if I just had an extra however many dollars this month I'd be fine but Mm -hmm. that's not really going to fix your issues yeah and I like that we focused on money um, just because I feel like when I think of mindset or I feel like what is advertised in terms of mindset is a lot of stuff about 
you know, self-care and self-talk and how you talk about your body and, um, you know, your own thoughts and things of that nature, but it can really like your self-talk may need to be improved in so many different ways that you haven't thought about before. And I know that I didn't really think about how much my self-talk was, I guess how negative my self-talk was around money, because I just like, I didn't even realize there were these rules that I wrote for myself when I was younger, just by the way that I learned about money and viewed money, like as I was growing up and just learning these things about life and how to be an adult and how to grow up and, you know, go to college and get a job and buy a house and all these things. But like all the little stuff, there was never really any knowledge about it, at least surrounding me. And so it just, I didn't even know what I didn't know literally before this episode. So Mm -hmm. I, it just honestly like got me inspired and like really makes me want to sit down and just figure out like my own plan. Cause like, I feel like a lot of the time I feel very avoidant about it because I just automatically feel like it's going to be negative and it's because that's how I tell myself it's going to feel. It's going to feel negative. It's going to feel stressful. And generally that's the only time that I talk about money is when I am not in a good place with it. Otherwise I avoid it because it's like literally ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And that should not be the case. <laughs> and I like, I don't know. I'm just excited to explore like different ways to improve that for myself. I'm just excited. <laughs> I think a lot of people talk about money in the negative sense because that's the only time that it's okay to talk about it is when you don't have enough of it. Because if you talk about money a lot when you are when you have a lot of it or you talk about yeah. wanting a lot of it, you're kind of like judged as being selfish or greedy or they're like, Oh like wow, that. good for you. Okay. Yeah, wow, must be nice. You're rich. Like, fuck oh. you. I'm poor over here. So literally it sh- you should be like building people up, like not if you're going to be envious of something someone else has, like that's not going to happen for you. It's, or if mm-hmm. it does, it's going to be a lot harder because yeah. it's like, like resentment almost that you're holding for others. Yeah. And my understanding, like my perception of money hasn't been that good because I, like she was saying, you kind of pick that up when you're a child. And so mm-hmm. then I was thinking about, well, how, how do I remember my, my parents talking about money when I was growing up <laughs> and it was terrible. Yep. Like they were not in a good place with money. They probably still aren't in a good place with money. And so like, I have this idea in my head that I'm always going to be chasing it. And like, I'm never going to actually catch up to it. Like I'm always going to want more and I'm always going to be stuck, like sh- struggling for yeah. money and that money has to be I have to work really, really hard to not even make enough money. And like the world is out to get you that kind of mindset of like Mm -hmm. rich people are rich for no reason. And poor people are poor because that's just how it is. Yeah, exactly. So we should hate rich people Mm -hmm. and all rich people are greedy, which is like a terrible mindset to have and not true at all. (sighs) Which is a quote that I heard. I feel like I heard it from manifestation, babe. Yeah, on her podcast a long time ago but it was kind of she was talking about how people believe that money is the root of all evil and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and that rich people are 
evil essentially but she said money doesn't make you evil it just I forget the word she used, but basically it just empowers who you already are. Like it just makes you you more of who you already are. Like if you're already a good person and you make a lot of money, you're still going to be a good person. If you're a shitty person and you make a lot of money, you have more of an ability to do shitty things. Yeah. It's just going to be amplified. Yeah. Money's not the problem. It's the person who has it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that quote so much. I think it rings so true. And I was thinking maybe after we go through this episode again, um, we should maybe build some journal prompts or something from like the things that we mm-hmm. learned, I guess, through the episode, like maybe the journal prompts we're going to use for ourselves. We should yeah, share yeah, yeah. with everyone. Cause I think that would be really cool. And really like we mentioned it in the episode too, like towards the end, but we, want to have these kinds of episodes where they're just like open and frank with you guys because we just want to remind everyone that we don't know what we're doing either and that's like oh yeah best it's the best way to learn is by surrounding yourself with people who are also learning because not everyone's going to learn the same way people are going to look at things differently like if I have a situation um, involving my finances that I don't know what to do about. Maybe I tell you about it or you look at it a different way. And I learn about it in a whole new light just because I didn't look at it from that angle. So we just want to be here to support you guys and we want you to learn with us. And yeah, we're really excited to share this episode with you guys and we hope you enjoy it. Okay. So today we have a really exciting guest on Her name is Nicole Victoria, also goes by the No Budget Babe. And Nicole is a money coach and financial literacy advocate. She founded the Making Money Moves Method. And that method basically shows 20 to 30 something year olds with money that they've ever dreamed of. So Nicole, thank you for being here. We're really excited to talk to you today. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for having me. Of course, thanks for being here. So we're really excited. We've honestly, since we started this podcast, we've been wanting to have a money mindset episode and have kind of just been searching for the perfect person. So we're super excited to talk to you about like money mindset and, um, just all things like financial literacy. So, um, we are kind of curious about your story and we are just wondering if you could talk a little bit about how no budget babe came to be and, um, how you're doing what you're doing now. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So, I mean, my story really started off, I think how most people's stories start off. They go to university, they go to school, they do what they're supposed to do, you know, quote unquote, um, they get the, the big girl job. So I got the corporate job and I was like, Hey, this is what I was supposed to do so that I could get all of the wealth and all of the happiness. And I did these things. I graduated with $40,000 of student debt. And then I'm in my corporate job and I'm like, where is all of this wealth and happiness that I am supposed to have? I had goals for myself. I wanted to get married. I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to feel financially stable enough for kids. And I'm like, I don't feel like I can do any of those things. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I've got zero dollars in savings. Um, But I had a lot of really cute clothes in the closet. Um, And I just couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. I had budgeted really hard in university. I did like the jar method. Um, And I 
I felt like that wasn't like, it wasn't really working long-term, right? Like I would do well with it for a little bit. Um, I would budget really hard. And then like a month or two later, I'd fall off. I'd go on a huge shopping spree. I'd binge. I'd be like, I deserve it. I've been so good. Um, and I was like, this is just not sustainable. There needs to be another way. And I start looking at the people around me and I'm like, maybe I just haven't made it yet maybe I need to get a promotion. And the problem is I just don't make enough money. Even though I was making more money than I ever had in my life, I still felt like I didn't have enough. Um, but then I looked around at the people that had the promotion, you know, the one job up or the couple levels up. And I'm like, okay, they're not like happy or wealthy either. <laughs> Something is wrong here. Like everyone's just kind of drowning in debt, going through each day, hoping, wishing, praying for a change, but nothing's really working. Mm -hmm. So I decided I needed to go back to the drawing board. I needed to go back to the drawing board. I needed to figure out what I was doing wrong and if there was a better way to actually do things. And that's how I came up with the making money moves method. And at the time it obviously was not called that, <laughs> um, but it was kind of the methodology that I took to go from $40,000 in debt to be able to pay that off in 18 months. Um, from there, I saved my first $100,000 by 25. Um, I learned everything I could about money and investing and real estate. Um, I flipped my first property for $150,000 profit, um, was able to buy my dream home, pay for my wedding in cash, build a half million dollar net worth in my 20s that has now grown to over a million dollars at 30 years old all without a budget and all without restricting myself. That's so amazing. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that I feel like is insane. That's so, yeah, that's so incredible. Go ahead, I feel Taylor. like Kirsten and I are both like in a similar space, like that you were. And I think, um, at least like for me personally, I feel like I was always, I mean, I never really like had the knowledge going into like college and like my early twenties and things like about money. And then there became a point like pretty much now where I'm wanting to make all these like bigger purchases and like, you know, step a little larger. And I feel like almost embarrassed a little that I like don't already know all the ins and outs of like the financial world and like how, I guess, how did you kind of find the mindset to, or work on your mindset in order to like feel confident, you know, figuring out the financial world? I think the biggest thing to remember is that money and personal finance, like that's a skill, right? Mm -hmm. And we are not born knowing anything. If you've ever seen a human baby, like they can't even hold their own head, right? They don't know how to do anything. So everything that you know is stuff that you were explicitly taught or stuff that you saw. So you do have rules about money that you have created for yourself based on what you've seen, um, whether you realize it or not, they're running your life. Um, but it's not your fault if you are not explicitly taught, right? You couldn't go back in time and teach yourself as a baby and learn all of these things. But now you're realizing, okay, this is a skill that I haven't developed, but I want to develop it. And that's why you're going out there and you're seeking the knowledge because you're just learning a new skill. So we need to think about it like that. There's no shame. There's no blame. It's not your fault that you were not taught about money, but now as a responsible adult, you're taking the time to go out there and learn what you need to learn to put your dreams into action. And I think that's the way that we really need to like 
shift our mindset instead of saying, you know, there's shame, there's blame. I should know this. Don't should all over yourself. Okay. Stop saying I should X, Y, Z and figure out what it is you want to do. And then just figure out how you're going to get there. So there's this thing called, you know, a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset is never going to be conducive to building wealth. It's not going to be conducive to success because a fixed mindset believes we are who we are, where we are right now is where we're going to be forever. Our level of intelligence, our personality, all of that stuff is fixed. There's no changing it. Okay. The opposite of that is a growth mindset. So a growth mindset says, maybe we're not all going to be Albert Einstein, but who knows who we could be with the right passion, energy, knowledge, timeline, and grit. Okay. So for me, I realized not that there needed to be shame or blame about me not being taught about money or me not knowing about money, but that I needed to stop saying I can't and start asking, how can I? So I get into situations where there would be some sort of adversity and yeah, I could let it break me. I could let it shut me down. Or I could say, how can I come out of this better than how I went in? What do I need to do today to set future me up for success? Because how many times have you said to yourself, oh, damn, if I only knew then what I know now, or, <laughs> oh, if I could go back five, 10 years, I would do this differently. You're going to be saying that same shit in five years, 10 years, 15 years from now, if you don't start paying attention to what future you is going to want. So while the you today is going to want things, set future you up for success, because that's something that we actually have control over. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. love that so much. I think for me, it's kind of like this mindset of like, that I'm trying to move away from that it's normal to struggle with money. That's like something that's just always gonna, I'm always going to be wanting more money. I'm always going to be struggling to make ends meet. And it's hard to shift your mindset from, oh, I'm just accepting that I'm always going to struggle with money to, oh, I can actually reach for more and change myself and my mindset around money. So that's been really, really tough. Um, but I have another question for you. So when you see other people try to like make this transition from that mindset to a healthier money mindset and to improve their finances, um, what are some common mistakes that you see people making? Yeah, um, I guess the biggest one that I see, especially in our students, is they try to change everything all at once. Um, and they want to skip ahead to step five when they haven't mastered steps one through four. Okay. So mm -hmm. the biggest thing in changing your finances and where I think a lot of people go wrong is they focus all on the tactic. They're like, okay, what accounts do I need? What's the best strategy to pay down my debt? What's the hottest investment? Like and thinking that these things are going to be what actually changes their life. Um, when I say, you know, people are step, skipping ahead to step five in the making money moves method, step five is investing, but we have steps one through four that gets you set up with that solid foundation so that when you get to investing, it's easy and you have that foundation in place so that you don't lose money. Where a lot of people go wrong is they focus only on the tactic and they don't pay attention to the foundational pieces like building out your mindset, like understanding self-sabotage and how to get out of your own damn way, like getting really clear about who you are, why you want to be that person and why you're doing these things. A lot of us think that more money is the goal, but ultimately nobody wants 
a million Benjamins in the bank. You want the lifestyle that comes along with it. You want the safety, mm-hmm. you want the security, you want the freedom. So we need to understand what those things are to give you that kind of like, and I don't even want to call it motivation because I hate that, but like that intrinsic motivation where you just go out and you do the damn thing mm-hmm. because your desire for your goals and your desire for change is so much stronger than whatever's trying to lead you astray right now. Right. Um, and I think the biggest thing to remember is again, a lot of times we're like, Hey, we want to skip ahead. We want to skip ahead to the really sexy stuff, the making money. That stuff doesn't work unless you have the foundation. A lot of people are trying to build their house without pouring the foundation first, okay? You need to have something to build all of that off of. I wholeheartedly believe that personal finance is 80% mindset and behavior and only 20% tactic. What I see in our program, actually a lot of people come in and they think that investing is gonna be like so difficult and it's gonna be hard for them to learn. Um, They struggle a lot with module three. Module three is goal setting and going over your values and that kind of thing. And you hear that and be like, oh, like super simple. But when you change your mindset and you learn about the self-sabotage and you set up this foundation, you get to a point where you realize, wow, I have the power to be whoever I want to be. I have the power to choose whatever life that I want to choose. And me right now, if I'm unhappy, I'm kind of choosing that unhappiness because I'm making all these choices that are dictating the situation that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. And when people realize that and they realize that they don't have to like buy a house if they don't want to, they don't have to get married if they don't want to, they don't have to have kids. Like they have full autonomy over the life that they live. It's kind of shattering to some people. They're like, oh my God, I don't even know what I want in life if I'm not just wanting what society is telling me to want. And I think I really went through this myself too. I had this like quarter life crisis while I was going through all of this money stuff. And I was like, but why am I here? <laughs> like, what is the point of all of this? And I got really big on reading like philosophy books and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and it kind of just brought me to like the meaning of everything is just happiness. So everything that I do today is with my end goal in mind of freedom and happiness. I love that so much. I'm really glad you you brought up like the skipping ahead steps because I feel like a lot of the time, the, those first four steps that you're talking about aren't as advertised as, you know, yeah. like investing in, in Bitcoin and like all this, like, gr- you know, growing your savings account and your bank account and all this stuff. And to be honest, like we had a question here. I'm sure you saw it. That was like about investing for beginners. So it's hilarious that you were like, <laughs> people always skip ahead. There's these four steps about, you know, mindset and goal setting, like you said, and, um, I'm in a very like interesting spot in my life right now where like, I'm, you know, I'm looking at houses and there's, there's certain things that I feel like are so easy to reject societally. Like, you know, if I don't want kids, like that's fine. Or I, I dropped out of college and I was fine with that, but then I get to the money stuff and it's like, crippling it just feels like there's nothing I can do to change it and that this like single dollar bill just owns my life and there's nothing I can do about it so I I'm I was really glad when we were looking into your making money methods um program that you focus so much on that in the in the beginning part because 
It's just, it's not something that's advertised enough. Yes. Yeah. And it's difficult too, because I mean, you'll even see on my social media, um, Instagram's a little bit different. I do, I see more people enjoying the kind of mindset and the, you know, the other kind of stuff on there. But for me, say on like TikTok as a content creator, if I want a video to get in front of a lot of people, I know that I need to talk about investing and I know that I need to use those flashy mm-hmm. words or no one's going to pay attention. I could make an incredible three minute video walking you through how to change your money mindset. And it gets like two views. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> it's kind of a waste of time for me to do this stuff on this platform, even though it's so important. And I think it's kind of telling that a lot of people are just searching for this magic pill solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just think that they just want that one thing. They just want it to be quick. They want it to be easy. They want it to be like that diet pill. And I think that's why a lot of people fall back even on budgeting because it seems super simple. It's like the only problem, Taylor, the only problem, Kristen, that you're having is that you just, you know, it's a math problem. Like you have it, you just haven't Mm. written your expenses down on a spreadsheet. And once you do that, it's all going to become so clear to you. And it's like, (laughs) thanks, Brenda. Um, It's not that I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I know I should be saving. I know I should be investing. I know I should be not buying that random show off Amazon, but I'm still doing it. And I don't know why. Right. And the spreadsheet doesn't fix any of that. It doesn't figure out why we believe what we believe. And Kirsten, you said earlier something that really stuck with me when you were like, I can't stop this like pervasive thought that I'm stuck, that no matter what I do in life, I will always have to struggle with money. And the Mm -hmm. thing is, that is a belief that is a rule that you have created for yourself, whether you realize it or not, right? So we create our money beliefs and these scripts that we use to run our life by the time that we're seven years old, by the time we are seven years old, we have developed the way that we are like seeing the world when it comes to money. And it's really freaking crazy when you think about it, because seven-year-old me (laughs) should not be running (laughs) like 30-year-old me's life and finances. But if you don't take the time to learn then those scripts, whether you realize it or not, are going to continue to run your life. So the way that you saw your parents handle that, the things that you heard your parents say, whether they explicitly taught you about money or not, those things stay with you. So if you heard your parents say, I don't know, I wonder who she had to screw to get that job. Or if you heard your parents say money doesn't grow on trees or you know things like that, those things stick with you. And they create those unconscious beliefs that you use to dictate how you see the world. So Kirsten, maybe that's something that has happened to you in your past where you have this belief that it's normal to struggle with money, that everybody struggles with money. So now you've created this belief, right? And now your brain is constantly seeking out ways to prove that this belief is true. Your brain goes, money is hard and everybody struggles with money. So everywhere you look, you see people who are struggling with money and it just reinforces that belief. But it's like, you know, if you think about a red car, you're always going to see a red car. Mm -hmm. That's the same way that this works. It's neuroscience. It's your reticular activation system. You are telling your brain to focus on those things, whether you realize it or not. So it's all you're going to see. So until you learn how to go back and rewrite those rules, rewrite those beliefs, that will be true for you. 
right? Because you will do everything seeking out that confirmation bias. Yes, no, I know money is difficult. I know that everybody struggles with money because this is what I see, not realizing there's other things going on, but that there's so much stimuli, your brain can't take it all in. So it's going to focus only on what you've told it to focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's something that I've been kind of working on and like as I know I'm trying to work on my money mindset I like I'll have a conversation with my mom on the phone and she her relationship with money is not I wouldn't say it's a healthy one so then I feel myself getting super triggered when I talk to her about it and I like I get angry but I think I also like like you said reinforce that narrative that I'm telling myself when I talk to her. So it's like tough to, I'm like, I feel like I'm making all this progress. And then if I talk to her, Mm -hmm. then it's like taking a few steps back. So it's like, how do I fully break away from that? And still, because I feel like I'm still going to encounter people who have a different mindset than I do in my life. Like, how do you kind of navigate those situations? You have to set those boundaries. And this is something that I, and you know, not just financially, but in other areas of my life too, that I struggled with previously is, you know, setting those boundaries, being okay, saying no, understanding that if somebody asks you to do something and you say no, and they get angry, that says nothing about you and everything about them. Right. And there's this, oh my God, I can't remember her name. There's this amazing woman that I follow on Instagram. Um, she's written some incredible books. If I remember her name, I will let you know. (laughs) Um, but she's incredible. And she talks all about like boundary setting and it's like, you know, allowing yourself to feel that it's okay to set those boundaries. So if you're experiencing, you know, in this situation with your mom, where, you know, every time you talk about money or anytime a certain topic comes up, you feel super uncomfortable. You feel like it's bringing you back, set that boundary. Mm-hmm. You know what? This isn't something I'm interested in talking about right now. Thanks so much. Right. Or, you know, I, I'd rather talk about this or something like that. And at first, you know, when you start saying it, like I would feel rude, right. I would feel mm-hmm. like super rude, but at the same time, it's like, you're allowed to do things in your best benefit too, Mm -hmm. right? If this is what is good for you and good for your mental health and going to help you ultimately, then you need to put you first sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I totally agree. And I, I think I, I almost have issues setting boundaries with like money talk with myself almost. Cause like, for instance, my, my boyfriend is a lot better with his financial mindset than I am because of, you know, his parents' mindset about it and how he grew up. So when we first got together and we're first having the kind of money talks and the like, you know, kind of poking it like, well, how much can you do financially? Like, how are we going to be in the future? Um, It was almost, it was kind of triggering in an opposite way, I feel like, because it made me feel like, I almost like didn't have enough to offer because I was still like learning. I am still learning like, you know, all the knowledge that I need to know in order to make myself feel financially comfortable. So it's like, it's weird sometimes when we have conversations about it and I have to be really aware about kind of my self-talk and like the thoughts that I have about myself when we're both speaking about money, because it's not something that he struggles with, but it's definitely something that I do. And like partially it's me 
reminding him like, this isn't about you. This is definitely about me and how I grew up around money and how I'm trying to unlearn all these different things. Um, but it's just very interesting. It just feels like, I guess, personally triggering. Cause I'm like, I, I don't want to talk about this because it like, it already feels negative when in reality, like I have to try to break through that and see, like notice basically that money can be good. Like it can be okay. It doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be like super negative or like a weight on my shoulders. Yeah. So two things there. The first thing you said was my boyfriend is better. Um, I want you to replace that language, right? Because <laughs> the language that we use is so telling, right? So not, it's not that he's better. It's not that he's better. It's that he's more experienced. Stop mm-hmm. confusing your inexperience with inability, right? Just because you don't have the, inex- the experience doesn't mean that you're not able to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, you were like, okay, well, every time we talk about money, it's super stressful. And I feel like I'm not, you know, I, I'm not there yet. Then stop only talking about money when it comes to something stressful. So something that I really, really mm-hmm. recommend for all of our students is setting money dates. So sitting down with your partner, um, making it super fun, like, you know, thinking of a recipe and cooking it together, having a glass of wine, like whatever it is that you guys do together, make it super fun and sit down and you're going to start off by just talking about your goals and your dreams and all the really fucking fun stuff that you get to do, right? And then slowly we're going to start to get on board with each other's goals and each other's dreams. Yes. Okay. This is what we want to do. These are our shared goals. These are our shared values. These are our shared dreams. Great. You're going to continue to have these money dates. Talking about money is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, right? And then you're going to get to a point where you start putting plans in place slowly, slowly, slowly putting plans in place into how you're going to achieve all of these dreams. When we start... If the only time that we talk about money is during like a stressful situation, we're going to have anxiety just thinking about money because we're going Mm -hmm. to correlate money to stress, but money doesn't have to be stressful, right? Money can be really amazing. Money, money is nothing except for what we make it. Money itself is neutral, right? Money isn't positive. It's not negative. It's neutral. We give it its energy. And I'm not big into like that woo woo stuff, but like, If you think of it this way, right? It's literally nothing. We make it what it is. So if you say that money gets to be really fun because it's a tool that we get to use to build our dream life, right? Instead of being like money is this thing that I don't have enough of. Money is this thing that controls my life, right? Rewriting those rules and those money scripts and then finding ways to make that true in your life. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. (laughs) I feel like I'm, I already have like stuff written down that I'm going to take and like work on. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we're both like a little curious and like, we definitely want to share with our audience, like a little bit more about your, um, making money moves method. Like, I know that's like a really big thing for you and, um, something that's been like super successful for both you and your students. Um, so I think we were both curious about just like hearing a little bit more about it. 
Yeah, amazing. Okay, so the Making Money Moves Method is our signature program. It is where you get to work with myself and our team for three months. Um, and you work through the exact process that I used to go from $40,000 in debt to a half million dollar net worth in my 20s. So that is everything from mindset, self-sabotage, goal setting and values, deep dive your financials, um, planning for the future, investing, all of that stuff. It's the five steps plus a bunch more. There's a ton of trainings. Um, it's a coaching program. So you get the live coaching component. There's a call once a week with myself or the team. Um, they're group coaching calls. They're incredible. I love group coaching because just like you guys are learning from each other right now, imagine there's, you know, a couple other people on the call and everybody's sharing, everybody's asking questions and everybody's coming from different backgrounds, but they're all working towards the same thing, right? So it's like this super safe space for you to be able to share and network and meet other people with similar life goals to you. And then you also get to learn not only from your personal situation, but from their situations as well. Um, we have a private Facebook community as well, so that there's support in the off times when we don't have calls. Um, like my whole goal is that you guys get all of the support that you need. We have special guests come in sometimes and we have those recorded. So we've had like self-love and compassion coaches, um, therapists. And this sounds weird because it's a money program. And like, we definitely, like I have, you know, people coming in talking about real estate investing and all that kind of stuff too. But the, where I see the most change is when people start to understand why they're doing what they're doing why they're not actually where they want to be and then how they can get there. So like my whole goal of this program is helping you really craft that roadmap to success. And I'm sure you guys have seen the student success stories on our page. And like, mm -hmm. those are not things that I'm going out and being like, Hey, write me a review. It's people being like, you changed my life. Can I send you a testimonial somewhere? Because mm -hmm. people need to know about this. And it's crazy. Cause it's like, like, I know it works. I did it. I've had people go through the program. We've had great success, but every time I get one of those messages, I'm like, ah, like I just, <laughs> I can't believe people are like negotiating huge salary increases using our scripts. They're saving so much money. They're paying off their debt in half the time they thought possible. And like other life changes, like they're feeling less stressed. They're sleeping better. They're having better relationships with their partners. They're losing weight that they couldn't lose before. Cause they were just like, so stressed. Like it's, money can touch so many different areas of your life and it's just so incredible. And so I always say like, yes, I'm here to help you change your finances, but I'm also here to help you change your whole damn life for the long term. Mm -hmm. It's so amazing. And we always talk about in our podcasts and on our Instagram and stuff about like just the notion that you're not alone and that like, we just, we try to build a community just like you were saying, where like, you know, everyone is here to share their experiences. And like, we, we talk on this podcast, not because we know everything about all the topics that we're talking about, especially today's we like, we're really excited to come in here and learn with you. And that's exactly why we share that because we like, sure, we have a podcast, but that's like, we use that to teach ourselves and to learn from others and to meet other people. And so like, I just think that's such an important notion just to remind people that they're not alone and yes. try to build those communities where they can interact with other people that where it just feels comfortable. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. We'll share the link for that 
in our show notes, but I actually was wondering, is it something that's open all year or do you have different dates that you kind of open for enrollment? So we're opening for enrollment again in November. Um, It is an evergreen program, but sometimes we do get sold out because there are limited spots available. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are launching again in November. There's going to be a special November Black Friday kind of thing where people are going to be able to be entered in for a draw to win some really cool extras, private one-on-ones with me, additional time in the group and on the calls and all that fun stuff. Um, So we will be announcing that shortly as well. Awesome. That's so exciting. Cool. Um, well, I guess to wrap up a little bit, like I, I just love that we talked so much about like really the foundation of like where you should start with like your money journey, your financial literacy journey, because like I said earlier, I just, I feel like it doesn't get as much attention as it needs to. And I mean, the foundation for your money mindset is important just as much as it is for anything else in your life. Um, and really money, I feel like money's involved in almost everything. So like, why not start there really? A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Money isn't everything, but everything takes money. So money itself is not happiness, but it can give us the ability to seek happiness through providing again, stability, safety, security, freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess before we let you go, um, we also just wanted to give you a little space to like plug whatever you want to plug. I know you already mentioned, um, your making money moves method, but if you wanted to mention anything else, like I know you're on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. So we just wanted to give you space to kind of shout yourself out for a minute. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So we're on Instagram and TikTok at no budget, babe. Um, but if you guys are listening to this episode and you're like, oh my God, I have questions. Where do I go? What do I do next? Um, first of all, you can check out our website. We have a ton of freebies available to help you get started. I think I have three free courses and an ebook, a 16 page ebook. And people are like, Nicole, how are you giving this all away? And I'm like, because <laughs> I just want people to win. So whether or not we end up working together personally, I want to make sure I'm providing as much value as possible and helping people change their lives. And our free content goes toe to toe with our paid content. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, And lastly, you can find us in our private Facebook group. There's over 53,000 members now, which is freaking crazy. Um, It's called Master Your Money and Build a Bank Account That Never Stops Growing. It's such an incredible community of badass babes who are getting their financial shit together. Um, I am very protective over the energy in there. So if there's ever anybody that is like, not, you know, (laughs) that is being like rude or condescending or bye. So it is a very safe space for people to come and learn and explore and network. Um, so highly recommend that as well. That's awesome. So there are absolutely no excuses guys for you to not start working (laughs) on your finances at this point. (laughs) I love it. I couldn't agree more. Well, thank you again for like talking to us and being here. We really learned a lot and we're really excited for our audience to hear everything you have to say, because we love you so much and your method and everything. And um, yeah, we're just really excited to share this with everyone. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Thank you. So we hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Nicole Victoria. We obviously enjoyed that very much. (laughs) Um, You can find all her links and 
basically anything to do with this episode in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us obviously at hello next level pod on Instagram and TikTok, I believe. Yeah. Um, and don't forget to sign up using the link in our bio on Instagram for 40 free journal prompts. Um, that will also sign you up for our beautiful email list. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Oh, also keep an eye out for our money mindset journal prompts that we will be releasing. They're probably out right now since this episode is out. Um, just go to our Instagram page, probably under the highlight journal prompts. They'll mm-hmm. be there. I'll make sure that I put them there. Um, and other than that, we hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday. Yes. Bye. bye. bye.